Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. Hi guys, I am so excited you are tuning in today. We are going to be talking about how to track answered prayers. And I'll tell you from the beginning, this is going to be a little more impromptu. Um, I normally like to plan out my notes a little bit more, but we have spent the last two weeks shipping out journals. Um, Our big um, shipment came of our pre-orders, the spiral bound journals that we have, and we have shipped out about 3,500 orders over the last 10 days. So I haven't been at my computer working, um, but I am so excited. I did not want to miss this episode or skip a week. So I'm just going to go for it. It's just going to be a little bit um, more off the cuff, Um, but we're just going to talk about why tracking answered prayers is important and how to do that. First of all, let me back up and say when I created the prayer journal um, eight years ago, our prompted prayer journal, I did have a section that's just said answered prayers. And I didn't really think anything of it. It kind of just felt like a natural thing that you would have in a prayer journal. But over the last eight years, hearing people talk about what their favorite parts have been, this has been one of the biggest answers because I think we forget the impact that it has on seeing how God is working in our life. And I think there's a lot of times God is working that we honestly don't see unless we're making um, intentional effort to notice it. One of the main reasons I think that this has been such a big part is because it is incredibly faith building to us. If we go through a circumstance that we've been praying for and we finally get to see God work through that, we get to have this ongoing reminder of how we felt feeling like God wasn't there and then recognizing that he was. I know I definitely have stories like this in my past where if you read my journal, you just see this little girl crying out and just feeling like, God, why aren't you answering me right now? Why aren't you moving in this circumstance? And then to see how God would work even years later, um, it was just such a special thing to get to see that I was not forgotten, that God was working behind the scenes And whenever we get to see these moments, we get to let that change how we are handling our our current season of, God, where are you? Why aren't you working through this? We get to remember that even though I felt like this in the past, I got to see that God was working. And that has such power to help us to feel faith even when we don't see God working. Another reason I think it's so important to track our prayers is because we want to have a legacy of answered prayers that our kids can see and future generations can see. We see this throughout the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, where um, the Israelites would set up stones of remembrance. They would have these places, these markers, where they would remember what God has done to tell future generations. We see that in Psalms. We see them saying, Um, just basically proclaiming, like, tell this to future generations. And this is so much power. Even as people ask me about how do you teach your kids prayer? um, 
One of the biggest things that I say is we have to show that God is real. And one of the ways that we do that is we explain to them the moments that God has worked in our own life. If we grow up teaching our kids all the rules of prayer and how to pray and why you should pray, but they don't get to see that God had a hand in their parents' life, they may feel like God is this inanimate object or something that's just not alive. It's not present. It's not something that would um, be worth our time and attention. But when we get to show them a legacy of prayer, a legacy of how God has answered in our life, we get to show them just how real God is, that this is not a dead religion. This is not a dead relationship. This is not us praying to some you know statue or idol. This is real. And that could be monumental in our kids' lives and our kids' decisions to follow the Lord. And the last reason I think it's just so important to track our answered prayers is because often, like I said, there are, God is doing things behind the scene, but we are not seeing it if we're not paying attention to it or if we're not being intentional about it. And I'll get to this in a little bit when I talk about the points of how to track answered prayers, but it is very easy to miss and feel like God is not doing anything when he actually is. So we're going to get into that. Um, but I just wanted to share those three reasons of why we want to track our answered prayers. Number one, it is faith building. It can change the way that we walk through future situations. Number two, it can impact our kids' lives and the lives of future generations when we show them that there is a God who is alive and He is real. And this is actually the reason we came up with the prayer memoirs, which I'm not even sure if we have any more in the shop. We might have sold out, but if we have any, those are great options um, just to share with your family. Um, but we actually also came out with a printed uh, or a PDF download that you can share with your family over Thanksgiving or any time of year of just talking through some of these answered prayers in your life as a family and getting to just look at that together and see how God has been present. Okay, going back to the third reason is because more often than not, Things are happening, but we will miss them if we are not intentionally looking for them. Okay, so let's talk about how we actually track answered prayers. Um, I have seven quick points. Number one, figure out a rhythm. This might seem really basic, but if we don't have a plan for how we're going to track answered prayers, it's not going to naturally happen. Um, so figure out a rhythm and the the other points are going to kind of help you do that, but figure out a rhythm that is going to be easy for you to stick with. doesn't have to be like, you know, daily thinking about all these things that God is doing, but just have a simple rhythm. Number two, pick a day to check in. My day is Sunday and this is basically just because of how I use my prayer journal. Um, I use, I, I, basically pray through one page a day. And that means there's five technical days that have like categories. But um, on Saturday, I typically just read through the verses or um, read through a book on prayer. But on Sunday, I make time to think back on the week and reflect on what God has done. And this doesn't happen every week at all. But having this regular check-in means it happens more often than not. I also highly recommend not waiting till the end of the month, mainly because we can forget things even in that span of time. I know there was one month whenever I first started doing this weekly check-in that I had been, I had remembered praying for something pretty, um, 
pretty urgently with the Lord and God answered, but I had totally forgotten about it by the time the month ended. I know for me, whenever I started doing this, I was able to see that that I was missing some things that happened maybe at the beginning of the month. And because the month can be so busy, I had totally forgotten about it by the end. So I think when that happened, I started to, I just thought I'm going to start doing this every week. And it's been really good because you get to catch the small things too. You know, not everything is going to be this giant answer to prayer, but when you get to see small reminders that God is working, it just keeps you going. It keeps you knowing that this is important. This is worth it. And, um, Maybe those small things would get drowned out by like the big answered prayers in the month, but you get to see weekly God, God's involvement in your life. And that can be just a really powerful thing to help you to continue to pray. So number three is to survey the land. And this is a concept that I talk about in pray confidently and consistently. And I just want to read a little part of this. This is, um, if you have our book, it's from the chapter on monologuing and learning to let God speak. But it says, if you are looking for God to speak in one specific way, we'll likely think he's staying silent and we will put off prayer. Instead of expecting a specific response, we must survey the land. We need to take time to look for God in all areas of life, not just the one area we're waiting for him to move in. Many times where he is working is not the predictable spot we expect him to be. And I think this can be something that is hard for us to remember. So this having this specific time where we think about, okay, you know, I'm I'm looking at what my prayer requests are, but I'm also looking at what other areas in my life maybe are not in this. Like think about just all the different categories. And if you have prayer memoirs or that PDF that I mentioned, these ideas are going to spur on some of the um, the areas to look in for when you're trying to think through what God is doing when maybe you're praying for something specific and he hasn't necessarily answered that specific prayer, but you get to see him work in other areas that are, that are going to keep you going. Number four, get specific. Go into detail of how God answered your prayers. This can feel like um, just like an extra step that doesn't need to be done, but we will forget. We will forget what God has done. And we might write down something like, okay, God answered this prayer, but share with share with him not only what the details of what happened, but share of how you felt. It might be that, you know, in this circumstance, I really felt so low, so lonely. And when God answered this prayer, it changed how I felt in this way. Go into these details and reflect on these, which we'll get to in a second. But this is going to be so important for your memories, for how you hold on to this, and how you reflect on it as a family too. Number five, ask around. Get in the habit of asking people, what has God done in your life lately? This can be not something that you plan for like your check-in day, but make this a part of your conversations when you meet with people and you hang out throughout the week and then reflect back on that when you have your check-in time. If you feel like you aren't seeing much action in the things that you're praying about, it can be incredibly faith-building to hear the stories of others. If you want some extreme examples, there's a documentary called Transformations. I'll put it in the show notes. But as I've read different books and looked at videos of different stories of what God has done in extreme ways, it has been incredibly encouraging to keep praying. So you might start there 
But ask the people around you what God is doing in their life and include those in your journal. It doesn't have to be just something that, well, I didn't pray for this specifically, so it's not an answered prayer. Like, let's not look for reasons to not glorify God for what he is doing. Let us expand that and not worry about technicalities and just enjoy what God is doing in other people's lives. Number six, celebrate. So often we can see God work and we kind of just blaze past it and move on to the next request that we have, but without celebrating and without really acknowledging that God is at work, first of all, we miss opportunities to give him the glory. Um, But we also miss out on solidifying in our minds that this is God's work. And so often part of the reason we can go through life forgetting what God has done is because we haven't taken time to really see that it was his hand at work instead of our own. So make time to celebrate. That could look like big ways, small ways. It could look like an actual party. I love seeing these big celebrations. Like if a child is adopted or if a family receives great news, a new job, anything, we want to celebrate these moments. And it can also be just really small ways. It could be as a family, you go out and get ice cream because you are celebrating um, somebody making a great a good grade on a test that they weren't expecting or that they worked hard for and saw that the Lord had worked through them in it. Whatever it is, take a time to slow down and celebrate those. And number seven, reflect at regular intervals throughout the year. I know for me, I kind of have these little stages. We talked about weekly, but we also do this monthly when we wrap up the month in our journal. Um, I also try to do this quarterly and read through all of the written answered prayers that I have, which kind of hold even more answered prayers that um, maybe fall through the cracks. And then also yearly. This is one of my favorite things to do at the end of the year is to look back through my whole journal and see what the Lord has done in the year. So often we can Look towards the next year thinking, oh man, I just hope it's better than the last. And we can forget that the Lord has been at work. We can see the new goals we want to do or the things that are not yet accomplished. And um, this is just a way to slow down and be grateful and to glorify the Lord for everything that he has done in the last year. And um, I hope you'll join me in doing that. If you do have our journals, celebrate this, share it on social media. I would love to see what God has done in your year, what you are rejoicing in so that we can celebrate with you. I think it's, you know, obviously I want to see it because I just love getting to see this, but I think it's also really cool for friends to see this and be reminded that God is at work. Um, If maybe they're going through a season where they just do not feel like that is true. Okay, guys. So those are your seven tips. Figure out a specific rhythm and be intentional about planning that. Number two, pick a day to check in. Number three, survey the land. Number four, get specific. Number five, ask around. Number six, celebrate. And number seven, reflect at regular intervals throughout the year. Okay, so your action step today is to make a reminder on your phone for a time in a week to see what answered prayers have come. And if that feels like too short of a time, just you wait. The more you pray, the more you will see God at work. Also, if you don't have one of our journals and you want to experience that feeling of seeing a full journal of answered prayers at the end of the year, I will challenge you right now to grab one 
and to so you can start 2022. That sounded funny to say 2022 off. You can just have a running start. And next year at this time, you'll be able to see a journal full of what the Lord has done in your life that you never expected. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us and have a wonderful week.